Hello and welcome to One Woman Radio. This is Christiane Pelmas. To join the One Woman community, receive updates and support the project, please visit us at www.onewoman.org. We are the midwives of the new aeon and this time of transformation. This is our time. Good evening, women. Welcome back to the fire. This central fire we gather around has been burning for thousands of years. This is the same place our ancient great-grandmothers gathered to remember and nourish their essential wisdom as women. And their beautiful bones now rest in the soil beneath our feet. Their spirits animate our hearts and our souls and feed the wild courage that courses through these vital, but perhaps forgotten, places within us. Until only recently, this was the place of most importance to women, and therefore to all human culture. The place to remember to whom we are betrothed, and the necessary responsibility that comes with this betrothal. Here, around the fire, we grieve and we celebrate, knowing, in our wild wisdom, there is no difference between these two gestures. And here, we also conspire, collaborate, and conceive for the eventuality of our unified action across borders in service of a world in which all life is sacred. Tonight, we remember our wildness, that we are, at our roots and in our hearts, wild creatures, deeply endowed with a primary wisdom that comes from the earth. Here, we also remember that both the wellness of us as women and the wellness of the world require that we live in the inheritance and endowments of this wildness. The current world cycle of destruction and domination where corporations have more rights than women, children, and the earth, was made possible by the eradication of our wild wellness, by our alienation from the wildness within and around us, and our ensuing sleep of deadly forgetting that keeps us away from these places. The next world cycle, based on cooperation, abundance, and benevolence, will take root and flourish as soon as we remember this essential inheritance. Here, in this moment, women, take a deep, voracious breath into your sovereign bodies, expanding to make more room and even more room still for the very wildness that is living beautifully well within your bones. Imagine its smell, its sounds, the way this universal wisdom of the pulse and hum of life moves uniquely through you. Feel the grief that comes quickly when we remember these endowments and the fierce energy to protect all that is dear to us, to reclaim the earth and all its people, acting in service of our vision for a world in which the wild things are cherished and protected. Because we have always known that if this is not well, it is not possible for anything to be well.
And I hear you. I hear you as you ask. How? How do we rewild when we are living in such domestication? When we are surrounded by strip malls and concrete? When bombs fall from the sky day and night? When our children are hungry and we are starving ourselves? When we have allowed men's gaze and acknowledgement to be the source of our identity? And we have become vicious with each other in this place? How do we remember what it tastes like to be a wild woman when so many of our sisters have become our enemy, fighting for the meager scraps of power allowed us? How does our wildness find its way? How do we remember what our wildness looks like when in the last many generations we have so dutifully become maids and wives to the carnage? fast asleep in our deadly forgetting, stirred only by the blessed nightmares of truth, messages from the wild to come, awaken, remember. Where does the first pulse of our rewilding come from? Well, it's not that complicated, women. Remember, remember who you are. It is true that our sleep of deadly forgetting is only made possible by our separation from the wild within and around us, by our separation from each other, by our forgetting of the truths of our power and place, our forgetting of our essential responsibility as Earth's midwives, medicine women, priestesses, and witches. Remember and reclaim these words, for the wisdom they assume is our responsibility. Susan Griffin calls to our forgetful one, the domesticated females of us. Let go that which aches within her, that which is stone within her, which was once green in her, that has become hard within her, her body seized what had to be seized, what had to be learned. Her body is a fortress. Her body is an old warrior. How she has fought becomes clear. How she has known when to hold back becomes clear. How she has learned to grin becomes clear. How she has stayed on her feet becomes clear. How she has learned to keep secrets learned to keep going, to preserve what was possible, learned every code, lived underground, lived on the barest means possible, how she has kept going, how she was proud of her strength, of her indestructibleness, how she would keep going into battle, how she has worn muteness, her body beating, flowing, throbbing, rising and falling, her body endlessly perceiving, refusing to submit. Let go, women, of the stories we have so diligently been telling ourselves, the ones that changed our names, orphaned us from our magnificent lineages and our place as benevolent, fierce, wise ones. Forget 
what we have been told to call ourselves, to remember instead what we are. Here, as we forget what we have been taught and told to call ourselves, to see instead what we are, we find our way to the wild places within us, the places where we listen to the wind for its wisdom, where we track the moon in the night sky that resides also in our wombs, where we thank the she-hawk for teaching her young ones to hunt, knowing their wellness is connected to our children's and their children's, which is connected to the wellness of water, of air, and of soil. Even as we are just coming to, if we stop long enough to listen, we will hear the spells that are right here on our tongues, ready to be remembered and whispered. Spells that weave protection around the beauty of life, that it may continue its mysterious unfolding for the miraculous and abundant benefit of all. As we awake from our sleep of deadly forgetting, we must put ourselves in the company of wildness, of wild things, of things that have never been domesticated. For here, the wildness in us awakens, revives, remembers with a vigor and an ease. When we put ourselves in the company of our soul sisters, those of us who are also waking, and we give each other the permission and invitation to speak our truths, to speak from our waking wildness, we are revived, reminded, rewilded even more. For what we have likely forgotten, what we have not been taught or told, is that wildness exists at the root of all things. Everything has wildness in it. Our rewilding begins the moment we stop the stories and rituals of our domestication. But to stop the stories, we must first identify them. And so it goes, like this. One behavior, one erroneous story given up, one small thread of our domestication identified and cut. Rewilding happens in the absence of the forces that domesticate. For wildness is the innate and rightful expression of all things. To make room for this necessary rewilding, it is ours to see how we have used our formidable magic, the principal practice of wild females, to merely tend and mend the damage caused by the current world cycle. Whether we are creating safe haven for our families in the form of hearth tending, or sitting as a guide with couples in the pain of their marriage, or building nonprofits that secure clean water for rural villages. We are, at this point, using our formidable powers to barely hold together the superficial layers of life, while the foundation of the world 
is in flames. So let us wake up to the truth of our participation and to the places where we have created many false wildernesses, places that appear to be wild, which are really only placations to our colonization, places that have been merely decorated and adorned with an artificial wildness. It is our job to see these places, these false offerings as they are. We are called to relearn how to smell true wildness and to fear all imposters. Seeing beyond the false wildness will not be that difficult for women. It has only been in the last dozen centuries, a very short time in our human civilization, that women have been systematically reduced from seers and diviners to housewives and maids. Before this, for thousands upon thousands of years, women were seen as the keepers of the foreknowledge and deep knowledge. Those who, with the capacity to bring new life into the world, had access to realms of wisdom that human culture required to remain well with itself and all life around it. This foreknowledge and deep knowledge is the knowledge of the wild, curated and cultivated by wise women who were also called witches, medicine women, and priestesses. These women are our ancestors, yours and mine. Their intelligence lives in our blood and our bones. And just like the imperative to thrive that lives within the seed nestled in the cold, dark ground, waiting for its moment to dismantle itself into more exquisite manifestations of its true expression. This intelligence lives within us awaiting its moment to prevail once again. But women, we must be careful and wise, cunning and strategic, for there is nothing more dangerous to the culture of patriarchy, to all biophobic, biocidal systems and the humans who have invested in them, than a female who has been rewilded. There is a reason we have been removed from the wild, separated from our power, made to fear our sovereign wisdom. Here, we must understand, we, in our true wisdom and wildness, are the greatest threat to the power that has taken hold across the earth. Even more than the female who through some miracle of life, was never domesticated in the first place. The rewilded female has the power of inside information. A rewilded woman is bilingual. In her rewilding, she has remembered her first language, the language of benevolent, grateful, and generative human behavior, the language of life of her ancestors, and of warriorship in service to. 
And because she has experienced domestication firsthand, she is also, of course, fluent in the language of power over, in the one up, one down, blinded by fear, guided by ignorance language that would have me against you and us against the world, being fluent in the language of her former colonizers, endows her with the inner workings of their systems and the misguided beliefs that have made possible the many centuries of destruction at their hands. Her fluency in both her indigenous language of wildness and the language of her domesticators has her knowing every inch of every hidden passageway within the castle because she's had to memorize them, every nuance, every turn, every false exit for every next step of her survival. She has had to learn how to fool the guards and the ones they work for. In her cleverness, she has even learned how to pose as them. And sisters, oh, we have lost many a good woman to this endeavor. For it is easy to get hypnotized by the impersonation. When the rewilded female learns to combine the information inherent within both languages, she is then endowed with the strategic knowledge of all the places where the castle walls lack integrity, where the faulty foundation is a liability to everything that is built upon it. And of course, because she is a rewilded female, and she concerns herself with such things. She knows exactly who is hungry, who is suffering, who is angry and enraged, ready and eager to support her as she lays down the foundation for another world cycle. The rewilded female is also fierce, fearsome, and unequivocal. She is enraged in service of for she carries carved into her soul a visceral memory of the devastation that has occurred to all she holds dear. She has reclaimed her power to be terrifying when called for. And here, she is clear. I am not here for your profit, consumption, entertainment, or comfort. I do not answer to you, I will not obey you, and I do not come from you. Hear me when I say, I am the one who made you possible. I am the one who has made your life possible. The surface of my wild being ripples and roils with power and consciousness. For within me resides the unfathomable secret of the beginnings of life. And I am betrothed to that life. I am the midwife who knows when to step back to allow all things to unfold according to their nature. And I am the warrior who knows when to step in to protect what is true and good from what is ignorant and dangerous and in my rewilding way, in the name of all my kin, I mean to reclaim our stolen terrain. 
In this wild reclamation, we are not guided by the beliefs, nor will we use the methods we have been taught and told are the way to create change through domination and disrespect for the sovereignty of all beings. Our wild way is eminently more powerful, for it is cunning and collaborative. Our way weaves the power and wellness of all wild things toward a shared vision. With our considerable resources and vast endowments, we will directly invest in what serves life. In our investment in life, we will divest our resources, our attention, our participation, and money in the many things that are antithetical to life. And here, like the dream that will not leave us, in which we discover our powerful wings at the very moment we must take flight, we will discover that the very things needed for this reclamation of wildness, this revolution of love, are the attributes and endowments necessarily ours, kept safe for us by our ancient grandmothers who never stopped loving nor believing in us. We will reweave the torn web of life so that all Earth's beings are vibrant and free. We will re-spin the old stories for our sons and daughters, and we will teach them to sing them to each other and their children. We will reconvene under the moon, remembering our place, rekindling the circles and the medicine they hold. We will nourish ourselves fully and stop begging for scraps, for we reclaim our power to make our own meals. We will laugh loudly and wildly, scaring those who dare listen as the sounds of the earth roar out through our mouths our rivers undammed our grief will flow fiercely now fed by our source and the magic this weaves we will relearn how to see and dance in the dark now wide awake our sisters at our sides our feet rooted in the earth we will lay down the foundation of another world cycle and we will do this, women, as if all life depends on it, because, my sisters, it most assuredly does. Thank you women for listening. 
And may we remember that we are always held in the grandmother's love. Thank you.